I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. A lot is happening in India's aviation sector. For one, Airbus and Indigo could be flying high soon together. Airbus is closing in on a deal to sell 500 planes from the A320 narrowbody family to Indigo, which would be a record-breaking order in terms of volume. If this deal goes through, it will have surpassed the previous record set by Air India earlier this February when it had ordered 470 planes. So, what's driving Indigo to make such big purchases? Well, it's one of the key players in the Indian aviation industry with a market share of 56%, and its goal is to expand aggressively, not only within India but also in international markets, especially Europe. Now, while Indigo is soaring high and doing exceptionally well in the industry, other airlines are still struggling to keep afloat. For example, Go Air. It filed for bankruptcy this year, but they do have plans of relaunching. With a planned fleet of 26 aircrafts and over 150 daily flights, after getting approval from the authorities, but in general, two airlines have faced financial setbacks in the past few years. During the pandemic, for instance, Indian Airlines suffered a staggering loss of 15,000 crores due to the impact of travel restrictions. But for that matter, even pre-pandemic, airlines were struggling. In 2019 to 20, only Indigo turned a profit, while other players, including Air India, suffered losses. And now in a post pandemic era there is a massive surge in travel and with go air out of the picture for a while all air traffic is diverting towards other airlines this of course has also resulted in a rise in airfares but despite the steep price people are still opting for flights a recent stat in fact showed that domestic air traffic reached a record high with over 456000 passengers flying on a single day domestically adding to that in the first 3 months of 2023 alone domestic airlines in india carried more than 37.5 million passengers marking a growth of 51.7% compared to the same period last year and with such growing passenger numbers indigo it seems is making the most of it but speaking of air travel Anybody notice how reports of unruly behavior on flights have increased? We're seeing this in the news a lot lately, right? With passengers urinating or opening emergency doors and misbehaving while intoxicated. Even the International Air Transport Association or the IATA has reported a global increase in unruly behavior by passengers between 2021 to 22. Such incidents apparently rose to one in 568 flights in 2022 compared to one in 835 flights in the year 2021 looks like some passengers are taking the concept of flying high a little too literally for the next few minutes you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology business policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought hi i'm shorbury and this is the deep dive for 6th june 2023 What runs the world? Oil. And members of the OPC and its allies, which produce about 40% of the world's crude oil, want to reap maximum benefits out of this if they can help it. Last month in April, 
without any prior warning several top oil producers like Saudi Arabia UAE Iraq and others had made significant cuts in their oil production and once again Saudi Arabia the world's top oil exporter has decided to make another big cut this time though it's Saudi's unilateral decision on 4th june the country announced that it's curbing oil production by 1 million barrels per day in july for a month or longer as a quote unquote precautionary measure and i'll come back to why that's the justification a little later but this cut is going to be over and above the existing cuts of 2 million barrels per day or bpd and voluntary cuts of 1.6 million bpd from last month the decision came at the vienna meeting of the opc plus countries that includes russia oman mexico malaysia and others in the meeting the oil producing partners also agreed to continue their previous cut in oil production through the end of 2024 now why does this matter well it's a classic demand supply move to prevent oil prices from dipping too low reducing oil production means cutting down oil supply which in turn will boost prices As you may already know, crude oil prices have been sharply declining since the end of 2022, mainly owing to a weakening global economy and fears of recession in the US, which is the biggest consumer of oil. Those factors combined with a collapse of banks, a slowdown of the Chinese economy, etc., brought down the overall energy demand. While that may have helped allay inflation to an extent, obviously OPEC members aren't too happy. they have a vested interest to keep oil prices as high as possible so you see after april surprise cut oil prices made their biggest gain in a year and it's a sustained gain and remember how saudi said that the oil cut is a preemptive measure well clearly opc countries want to avoid a repetition of the last recession as a result of which oil had plummeted from a high of 133 dollars in june 2008 to a low of 39 dollars in 2009 So now what will be the impact of Saudi's cut on global oil prices? Quoting analysts, Reuters reported that this may not drive up prices sharply immediately as it'll take time for inventories to be drawn down. But it's likely to push the price of Brent crude towards $100 a barrel by the end of the year given China's reopening and western sanctions on Russia's output. For common folks, this could mean a higher cost of living. Now obviously all this puts OPC countries at loggerheads with other nations especially the US and the West who have repeatedly accused the big crude oil producers of behaving like a textbook example of cartels or price manipulators but if you look at Saudi's incentives here specifically the thing is the Saudi government has been looking to impose oil cuts for a while now because it needs oil money to fund its other developmental projects so that it can diversify its oil dependent economy but what could this mean for india as you know because of the western sanctions on russian oil india has been making a killing buying a lot of discounted oil from russia refining it and then selling it to the west but of course good times may not last for too long because even russian oil prices have gone up a little since the great reopening of the chinese economy which also depends on cheap russian oil at the moment and now russia will have to make oil cuts in line with what the opc countries have agreed on but a reuters report suggests that many of these reductions may not be real per se because opc lowered the targets for russia angola and nigeria to bring them into line with their actual current production levels if you like listening to the signal daily please show us some support 
rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd also love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was written, researched and produced by Aditi and me. Edited by Roshni Nair. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.